Welcome into another episode of the Esports Network podcast, presented, of course, by Esports Network. I'm your host, Mitch Reams, and today we are talking World of Warcraft. To do that, I'm bringing back Christian Bishop, the World Showdown of Esports, often acronymed as WSOE, Commissioner. Christian was on one of the first episodes of the Esports Network podcast, and it's still one of our all-time most popular episodes. So, Christian, thank you for coming back on the podcast, man. Look, Mitch, it's my pleasure, man. I, I love the uh, entrepreneurial appetite, and I think we need more content like this in the space. So always glad to support, man, and love your growth. So thanks for having me. Great. So we're mostly talking about um, it's World of Warcraft week in esports and in video games in general with the release of WoW Classic. And World Showdown of Esports is holding a very unique event in this uh, race to world first which is basically a speed run of World of Warcraft. Christian, can you break down what this what this event looks like and what makes it so unique? Yeah, look, sure, Mitch. Um, look, been a been a huge fan of WoW since you know two thousand four, two thousand five. Played vanilla, classic WoW. Um, a lot of our team and executive team, big WoW fan. So you know, for us, really, what it is is a celebration of World of Warcraft. And, and that's the way that we look at it in our team. You know, like I mentioned to you before when we spoke in April, um, you know, our first episodes back in the day, you know, we're, we're an agnostic league that, that likes to focus on really exciting titles and very passionate communities. And with the launch of WoW Classic and Blizzard bringing this back, you know, we had to be a part of it. And so we partnered with the best guild in the world, Method, and we brought them all out to Vegas with other top influencers, and we're watching them level. We're watching them go through the journey again and the nostalgia, and getting to level 60 where we, we look to see them kind of accomplish some world-first achievements and downing some bosses and clearing some dungeons. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. If anybody wants more context on the WSOE and what Christian's role in that is, please go check out that first podcast with him. Uh, for our listeners who did listen to that original podcast we don't want to rehash a bunch of old stuff so if this is your first introduction to this group or to christian go check out that first podcast where you can learn a lot about the unique structure of the wsoe and what makes it such an interesting esports event now onto this world of warcraft thing you mentioned you got a level to level 60 so i figure most people are aware of world of warcraft it is i think the most popular video game of all time. Uh, but basically, what you need to do is you start a new account, you start at level one, and then you grind, you grind, you grind various skills, levels, until you get to level 60. At which point, and this is where it's really gonna, the grind's great, the nostalgia's great. Once they reach level 60, they're going to have to join and raid Anixia and Ragnaros which are two of the most iconic, classic World of Warcraft bosses. And that's going to be the penultimate event of this whole thing. And I'm really excited to watch it happen. It's, you know, little kid Mitch is going crazy right now. How long do you think it's going to take for these players to reach level 60 and then be ready to raid? Look, I think by the weekend, we're going to have a really solid group, right? So I think if you tune in now and you watch, you know, um, on the Method channel, um, where you can follow updates from our Twitter, um, you'd see that there's people that have already broke level 30 um, very quickly within a few days, and they're halfway there. Now, it certainly does scale up and take more time as you get to the higher levels, but 
signings weekend, I think we're going to start to see a pretty big pool, and it's going to get really exciting to see what they start doing as a team. Yeah, that team aspect is really interesting in World of Warcraft. You can't take down these massive raid bosses by yourself. So what are the team couples like? How does that structure work? How is teamwork going to play a role in this? I can't say, honestly, I was more of a RuneScape guy. Uh, I played WoW for sure, but I was I grinded RuneScape. Uh, so how do the roles play a part in this? How many people are going to be on a team and doing these end-level raid bosses? Yeah, look, Mitch, you got to play some more WoW, man. you got to come back. Um, for me, as a young man, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, I definitely scratched that itch playing WoW um, as a GM and a guild master of really building a team, right? So essentially you start a guild, which is if you play Eve, it's like a corporation, um, but it's a team that you build, you charter it, you have a roster of players that play in game to accomplish tasks and goals. And there's you have officers, which are, in another, uh, lack of a better term, could be called business leader, like in the traditional sense of like running certain departments or verticals. Um, and those officers could be your, you know, in charge of your healers, in charge of your tanks, and in charge of your DPS. And you could even have officers that are in charge of like recruiting new members. You even have officers in charge of educating members and, and getting them up to speed. So there's different roles at a guild level, and then when it comes to the actual gameplay in raids or dungeons that we call it, uh, you've got tanks, healers, and DPS, right? Tanks that are actually controlling aggro threat on the boss um, and mitigating that and, and working through actually absorbing the damage the boss is, is, is kind of dishing out, um, unless there's like AOE damage. And then you've got healers, which are either healing the raid from the environmental damage that's going on with the boss is kind of whether or not it's flames or mobs that it spawns, and then you've got your damage dealers that are either focusing on specific mobs that spawn up that need to get burnt down, or they're, you know, DPSing the actual boss through phases. So, you know, everybody's got a role to play, and I think that's what's really interesting that, you know, if, if there's a kind of kink in the armor or someone that isn't doing their, their job, you know, the right way, um, or following directions, it compromises the entire group. And some of these raids, in classic go up as high as 40 people so it's really important it's a lot of coordination teamwork yeah absolutely and the scary thing is that sounds absolutely amazing and i've just heard the horror stories around world of warcraft where you start playing and then three years of your life just disappear because they've been spent in azeroth is that right? That's the World of Warcraft word? I'm, I'm like a newbie at this. Everybody's talking about it right now. Like, wow, I really missed the train on this one. Uh, it's, a, it's funny. There's a, there's a funny quote in the loading screen of WoW. That's like, a, take all things in moderation, even World of Warcraft. So uh, that's the, the quote that you got to live by. That's that's a good that's a good quote to live by. That's a good quote to live by. I don't know. Now is the time to get into it. I'm just scared. I'm just it's it seems like such a massive undertaking when everybody else is like, oh, I get to go do this. I get to go do that. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, let me let me help you justify it, Mitch. Um, it's a great networking opportunity for you. Oh, you know, I'd rather it's, it's like it's like networking in game versus IRL. So you get to network. We actually have an esports guild that. Uh, Adam Apicella, head of uh, MLG, is, is created and ran, and I can send you, we have an Excel doc of over 100 esports professionals and leaders in the business, and we have a Discord. We actually built a guild for us. So this is a great networking opportunity for you. So this is business, Mitch. This is why you got to do business. 
No wonder you're such a good commissioner, Christian. That's that was that was dirty. That was dirty. Now now I can call it a business opportunity. Heck, I could put the uh, <laughs> could put any fees associated with it on my uh, my tax write off. Oh, that's hilarious! Your wealth description. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? You know what? But, but I I'd argue honestly that in our industry, that's actually more impactful. It can be more impactful in building relationships than your traditional happy hours or networking events or going to the esports conferences, actually jumping in game, spending time in Discord and playing and working together with other esports executives, you find yourself building some pretty unique bonds and relationships. Like, I, I swear by this, and I've done it. Like, I've done it to this day. So I think it's a huge perk of our space and being in this and working in gaming. So you should do it, man. All right, well, I guess I know what the next six months of my life looks like that's exciting i'm ready to i'm ready to go and yeah if you can send me that that doc i will join the esports guild and uh that sounds that sounds really fun don't embarrass us Mitch. don't embarrass me i will be the i'll be leroy i get to be the that's what i know about world of warcraft the leroy jenkins yeah adam's gonna be I'll be dictating everything, and I'll show up, be like, who's this kid? And then I'll go run in there, Leroy Jenkins! Jenkins, yeah, you're going to get G-kicked, and then you're going to get banned. Your, your podcast is going to come to an end. You know, what's, you know what's hilarious is I have, like, 12,000 games of Hearthstone played, so I know all the characters from World of Warcraft, but I've never really played the game. Which is such a weird way of experiencing the World of Warcraft act like universe, but I've played so much Hearthstone in my life that I'm like, oh yeah, Savannah, Ragnaros, like I know all those things, but I don't really know how the game operates. Uh-huh. Yeah, which I, I have to imagine is a very like rare experience. I feel like most people who went over to Hearthstone were major WoW players first, but. <laughs> Well, well, I think I think that's actually the genius of Blizzard going to that Battle.net client system, where it's like now you, when you load, you see Hearthstone, League of Legends, you see all, I mean, not League of Legends, excuse me, you see like Hearthstone and WoW and all their games. So it's, it's easy to kind of pique your interest and just check it out. Yeah, also the way they, they integrate the friends list is super smart from the Battle.net client, where you're like, oh, this person came online, maybe I can play with them. Oh, no, they're playing Overwatch. Do you want to go play Overwatch? Maybe. So, yeah, I, having those all built into the same Battle.net client is really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. But I want to get back to the event y'all are running right now. So this is way different from past WSOE events. You guys have done really unique events. Fortnite is way different than a Hearthstone event y'all ran. But this is, you know, this is a marathon. This isn't a sprint. This isn't a one-day competition. This is a grind to leveling. You're like, oh, we think people will be ready to go by this weekend. So what are the logistical difficulties of running an event that has no definitive time frame and it's also running all the time like how how have you managed to to do this and make it a good broadcastable experience yeah look man i think to remind you um you know it's a celebration and i think it starts and ends there that you know it's nothing's rigid and with the wsoe we're always looking to innovate and you know you've had my commitment when the first time we spoke that you can expect us to do that and hold us accountable to do that and 
try really fun things and exciting things. And the community, um, you know, with Blizzard and with WoW, they, they really enjoyed it, right? They really enjoyed the nostalgic feel of this and kind of the journey of going through this. And for us, we're just supporting it. And, and you know, this is a 24-7 stream. It's like we're live 24-7. We're, never go- we're not going down. Um, we were talking, you know, nearly eight days straight. And it's not every day that you see an esports uh, company, a gaming company, an event ran by a studio and a production partner that are that are doing something like this. You know, and um, it's just it's a really incredible opportunity. We're proud to be a part of it. Yeah, it's such a unique undertaking, and it fits exactly what you told me back then, which was we are trying to target whatever is the biggest at the time. And... But a lot of companies can't do that. You guys are, you have this pointed focus where, okay, we know WoW Classic is going to release. We know it's going to be huge. Maybe didn't know it's going to be this huge, topping 1 million viewers in the category on Twitch uh, Monday night, which was absolutely absurd. And we need to plan an event around that. I think a lot of um, esports tournament, esports event organizers wouldn't have been able to get an event going that quickly for a unique format like this? How are you guys able to be so nimble and work so quickly to deliver these different event structures? Yeah, I, you know, it speaks to the core of our team, right? Like, we have a really exceptional staff, um, you know, over 30 full-time employees, right, that operate and run our league regularly. So, you know, the thing about us and one of our biggest challenges is we switch games. Right. So we serve different communities and there's a set of learning that you get from doing something over and over and repeating it. And we've been conditioned and refined um, to work really quickly to adapt, um, to get engaged and really dig deep. Right. And when it comes to new games and new communities we work with and we have that experience. Right. We've done it time and time again, game after game after game. So our team steps up to the challenge. You know, we hire really incredible, smart, hardworking, and most importantly, passionate people, Mitch, that love this stuff. And as much as it's about the most relevant games, it's also about our team's passion and the passion, you know, the passionate gamers that we have and the people that love this stuff. And, you know, I think it, it goes unmentioned. It's interesting, Mitch, like as a professional in the space, just the lifetime, right? Like our lifetime of learning, of playing these games, Right, I, I played over a thousand days in World of Warcraft, like a thousand. Like I do slash played on my characters, and I have multiple characters over three hundred days played, and like all of that time that we play these video games over the years has now created an interesting infrastructure and baseline of of learnings, right? Like that is just inherent in us. So you know, our team has a lot of that from different games and a lot of legacy historic IP, right? You look at WoW coming back, you got Halo that's coming out again, you know, next year. So there's all these titles. So it, it really hits close to us. So, you know, we lean a lot on that and just our love for what we do. Yeah, that's that's an underrated, you mentioned that's an underrated aspect of an esports event crew, especially as we move towards way more traditional sports involvement in the esports space. We see a lot of people who maybe weren't traditional gamers entering the space in the last two to three years. And that just speaks to the importance of having people who know these games, who grew up around these games, to run good events around them. It's something that, you know, if you hadn't played a lot of World of Warcraft, you might not even know where to start. You might not even think of this event in the first place, which 
is is interesting, and it's going to be something that you know as esports goes real mainstream, a lot of people are jumping over. Uh, <laughs> my best friend, in fact, is uh, looking for jobs right now, and he's looking at esports jobs, even though he's never a big gamer. And I'm like, all right, man, I will give you the crash course, but. Be careful. This is a whole world you're entering here. You need to know what you're talking about. Otherwise, you'll get eaten alive out here. <laughs> you know, and to be fair, you don't know what you don't know. I, like, that's, that's the truth of it. I think that's why you have subject matter experts, because there's little things, like little details that matter. And when we talk about everybody's favorite word, you know, authenticity, um, those little details ring true. Right? And that's how you prove it, right? So it's you got to know the deep, the differences. And with a game like WoW and with Blizzard IP, there's so much lore and culture um, and, and just history in the game that matters a lot to the fans. And, you know, if you, uh, if you split those things up, they'll know. You know, so you got to get that stuff right, and that's how you endear people to what you're doing, and they love your event, and they feel like they're adding value. That's, like, number one for us. That's what's most important. Yeah, adding value and authenticity. And if you're the the esports gaming audience, will let you know immediately if they feel like you are being inauthentic or are coming to this or mess anything up. It, they're pretty brutal out there. If if you get anything wrong, <laughs> right? You know, and rightfully so. You know, like at the end of the day, they you know they they got to hold everybody accountable, right? And I, ultimately, hopefully. It leads us all to create a better product, a better show, you know, and that's what we want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? I had to switch gears for a last topic before we close out here. Was there anything else you wanted to say about the event you're running right now? I will link the Twitch channel um, in the comments below this podcast. You can find that on whatever streaming platform you're listening on. Go check that out. They're running live through this weekend, so... This should be going up, um, you know, I might even just push this up in a couple hours. And so that'll be Wednesday afternoon for you. And then go check out that Twitch link because you guys are running live right now. And uh, go check that out. But is there anything else you wanted to say about this event to prepare people for uh, for the World of Warcraft race right now that's happening right now? No. No, just shout out to all the WoW fans. Like, I'm right there with you guys. Just tune in. Um Thanks for all the support. Please check out, you know, twitch.tv slash WSOE or the Method channel and follow WSOE on Twitter for updates. And just thanks. So I'm looking forward to it and excited to kind of celebrate this and more excited to actually play. So I need to jump in game myself, Mitch. But uh, yeah, man, I DM'd you the stuff. So I DM'd you the server. I DM'd you the Excel docs on Twitter. So you need to get to work to and start leveling, man. All right. So Mark at Esports Network, this is why... I'm going to get this podcast up, and if you don't hear from me for the rest of the day, you can blame Christian for it, because that's on him. So go check that out, but wait, Christian, I gotta ask you, I wanted to do World of Warcraft first, because this is an esports podcast, but I came across um, some interesting knowledge about you, and that was that you had a Bachelorette appearance, and a Bachelor in Paradise appearance, so you, you've done the... Uh, the Bachelorette circuit a little bit. What was that experience like, man? I, I just came across this now and was like, wait, is that the same Christian Bishop? And yes, it was. So I had to ask you about it, man. What? How did you get into that experience? 
Yeah, man, I'm going to grief you. If I see you in-game in WoW all day, I'm just going to go the other alliance and just... That's fair. Over and over. Um, <laughs> no, man, it's... Uh, look, the, the Bachelorette stuff um, with ABC was certainly unique. You know, I, I tried my best in representing my fellow gamers. Um, but it, it was fun, man. It was fun. It was something that, you know, it's, when do you ever do anything like that, right? It's like a rare experience, and I always love putting myself in those positions and trying new things, and it was definitely different, to say the least. Different. You've got a very squeaky clean bachelor profile I'm looking at right now. Like You seem like a, a stand-up knockout dude, which, of course, you are. Uh, so it looks like it was all good for you, in general. I, I don't... I never watched the episodes you were on, but uh, definitely... Yeah, hey, spare, spare yourself, Mitch. Don't worry about that. You just focus on WoW. Are you sure? Watching those, but... How far did you get? Did you get some roses? <laughs> you know, I, I got a rose. You know, uh, lasted a few weeks on the first one, and then Paradise, I was out there for a week. A quick one, man. You're going to watch me get my heart broken on TV, on national TV. Just get crushed. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Oh, that's... Help, help me, help me, Mitch. Help uh, me. Help, help. Okay, yeah, the Bachelorette, <laughs> it feels it feels brutal. All right, all right, I'll let you, I'll let you off here. Bachelor in Paradise, though, looks pretty sick. I, I've always wanted to be part of Bachelor in Paradise, but... Dude, it was, it was fun. It was fun. I'm, like, ziplining through, through jungles in Mexico and waterfalls and... You're hanging out, man. You're, and there's a lot of cool people on the show. So there's a lot of rock stars that they bring from all kinds of like different aspects of the world. You know, so yeah. like, it's an extensive hunt. They hunt for a lot of different people, um, and and you get a lot of really interesting personalities. So I mean, you can imagine that. Think about it. Think about what they like the outtaking, the the for casting and recruiting, and how they find people for it, and then when it whittles down to the people that get selected on the show, it's a pretty big undertaking. So. Oh, yeah, you have to be, I mean, to make it on that show, you have to be, like, on top of your professional career, whatever you're doing. You have to be on top of your physical fitness. Like, you really have to, it's, it's a testament to you to get picked because, you know, you have to be on top of every different aspect of your life to even get considered and then to get picked after that. So it's pretty impressive, sometimes, I think. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they joke with us, you know, that like you see a lot of, like, uh, personal trainers, and, uh, <laughs> and whatnot on there. So it's, it's funny, man. But yeah, there are definitely a lot of like really exceptional people too on the show and all kinds of personalities from the whole spectrum, right? Um, some more level-headed than others. Yeah, there's always that one. It always seems like there's one. All right, I'll let you go. I'll prevent you from talking about this any longer. Thank you for humoring me. I had to ask about it. Okay, Mitch, I'll see you in game. We'll, we'll take care of this, man. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just going to be looking around like I have no idea what's going on. And Christian, you're just going to come in with, I don't know, what's dragon armor? That's what it was in RuneScape. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. This oh, is God. that. Christian, dragon armor. Stop, stop, Mitch. Delete that. Oh, you lose all your blue shit. <laughs> Am I giving God, away man, myself thank right you now? you for having us, Mitch. Yeah, you're exposing yourself. Stop, stop. Oh rip! Okay, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch your stream first. Get the basics there. See how the pros are doing it. Then I'm gonna hop in myself. Join the esports Discord, that esports guild. Uh, thank you so much for joining me, Christian. I love our conversations. These are fun. We'll see if we can break the record. 
for the biggest podcast that you set with your first one back in April. If you want more on Christian, go check out that first podcast. It was great. The WSUE is a really interesting esports event structure. They're doing some awesome stuff. And uh, be sure to support their Twitch, Twitter in the bio below. Thanks for joining me, Christian.